0: Hello, there's me you're looking Yo. for Welcome to the Grand Campaign Podcast.
1: Um yeah, so Salvos, by the way, you've um uh, Yeah, you still have those fletchings. So, are you going to attempt to make arrows, or are you just going to
2: hang yeah, on to
3: those? Yeah, I was going to <sighs> attempt to make arrows because they said they were running low, right? Yeah. I'm just going to try my hand at making that. See if I can. Let's see
1: what you have. Um, yeah. So I'll, you'll need to make a tinker check. Tinker check uses what skill? Let me see what your character sheet for a sec. Um, so in this case, it'll be um, you'll need to use dexterity to kind of just use your hands to craft uh, the best you can. You're not proficient with any tools. Nope. Um, but you can attempt to make it if you like.
3: Yeah. So, just a dexterity checker. Yeah, you won't get any
1: bonuses. Um, but you'll have, you can make your decks. <laughs> that is zero. <laughs> 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 um, so, a- in the process of the six uh, feathers that you gather, you're like, okay, where do I even begin? Uh, you just find a few kind of loose uh, pieces of wood. You take your knife out and you just begin to kind of carve uh, this small piece of wood and just kind of remove as much of the edges as you can, I'm trying to create a point. Uh, one of the individuals looks over at you. Uh, one of the sisters, actually, um, looks over at you. Misandur, misandur, misandur looks over at you and says, Boy, what are you doing with that dagger, and what the hell are you making?
3: Well, they're supposed to be arrows, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing.
1: Well, no offense, boy, but that looks like a dick.
3: (laughs) Uh, I'm going (laughs) to gather all the makeshift dicks in a pile and cast Firebolt on them. Burn the evidence. Oh,
4: you don't want to give them out? (laughs)
1: um she kind of sees what you're trying to do and just kind of like pulls her cloak over top looking around the room just kind of being like nothing to see here and as you cast fire bolt it just goes up in a puff of smoke as these things start smoldering oh wait was she Um, trying to help me yeah she's just kind of covering you up making sure you're you're not being seen
3: oh okay um, I thought she was and, like trying to help me make them. No, she's trying to help you cover up the, the burning. Cover pile. up your shame. Um, Hide my shame, yes. And kind of just
1: wafting some of the, the smell of pages, acorn cookies over to kind of eliminate a little bit of the wood burning. What happened? Um, Savil's burned dick a pile arrows. of wooden wooden
3: dick arrows. So we're just gonna refer to them as dick arrows now. Yeah. Yes, cannon.
2: It's cannon.
5: All right. Um.
1: So Marcus looks at uh, you, wind, and kind of just slaps uh, this bottle over to you. That spills over to your fur's a little bit, and he says. Oh, you look like you could de-stress a little, huh? Cheer up. Okay. Okay. You gonna take a drink? <laughs>
5: take a big swig.
1: Okay. Uh, you and Gray, uh, make con saves, please.
6: I feel like you I should make it you because you know
4: I'm an alcoholic. You're an alcoholic, so I'll give you advantage on that.
1: Fifteen.
2: No, I was
4: to say who said it was. You said it was alcohol.
3: You guys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just got uh, kind of 21. 21, okay. Getting advantage on con saves because you're an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alcoholisms, should be alcoholism
1: Alcoholism's bad. But anyways, um, when would you roll?
2: A 15.
1: 15, okay. Uh, you're not drunk, but you're s- some strong stuff. Uh, you know, there, it seems like it's just heavily fermented uh fruit that basically has just been sitting in that thing for a long time and he's just drinking it it's not a pleasant taste but you guys are getting a little bit drunk and he says it's good right
6: i mean great it's alcohol so it doesn't have to taste good
1: hi who am i kidding it tastes like shit
6: uh luckily i eat them for breakfast (laughs) I <laughs> was trying yeah. to be polite.
1: Uh, well, that's mighty kind of you there, but uh, it's all right to be honest once in a while. Hey, you think uh, You think that girl drinks and kind of points over at Paige?
7: Uh, I kind of doubt it. I don't know. Yeah,
2: Would I have I've
3: heard...
7: heard
1: that
3: Was I like over with them? Would I have heard this conversation? Um, you're near them, so yeah, you would have heard a little bit of them talking about this at this point. I'm gonna whisper to him. She's gay. You don't have a chance. Uh, look, you know that. Would it? Would
7: I have known that?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, she's mentioned. I mean,
7: I've mentioned. I already have a girlfriend. Her name is Bambi. I'm pretty sure you guys know. I'm at least attracted to to women. I mean maybe I'm attracted to men, but I am spoken for nonetheless.
3: Um Marcus is gonna turn over to you. She's taken it. Oh yeah, we had the whole
1: Marcus says I
4: was just wondering if we knew about Bambi. I forgot the whole like you explained that before and the whole message ordeal. I'm I'm the (laughs) brightest bulb. Okay. Um so Marcus turns over to you and says
1: Yeah, okay, fine. But wouldn't it be funny to see her drunk?
6: She's already kind of vulnerable, so maybe leave Honestly, her.
1: I feel like those two, and she points to Zundas and, and uh, Paige, they're like, it's kind of like, you know, they're like the parents just hovering around, keeping you guys on the straight and arrow. I know you want to let loose a little. take another big drink Okay, uh, make another concept uh, and he says you know Corvo would tell me oh those youngins let them don't corrupt them with the influence of you know the lady in the bottle but screw that shit right and he kind of takes uh, the bottle after when takes a swig and gives it to you Savos
3: I will take a giant swig of whatever the fuck is in that bottle.
1: Okay, make a con save as well. Uh, what'd you roll, Wind? 13. 13, okay. Um, A little bit of it kind of runs off your mouth as you just kind of took a little too much uh, off that one swig. But you are now getting really drunk.
7: I don't, I don't know. I think it'd be pretty fun, but I don't think we should, cause I think it would upset them.
1: Well, how can we get them? Ah, screw it. I don't want to make any sort of weird attempts to get these two drunk. I feel like they wouldn't be fun drunks anyways. Uh, how you feeling there, boy? Uh, he looks over at you, Savos. So uh, I rolled a 14. How am I feeling? Uh, you're you're getting drunk. Uh, it it th- takes a little while to hit you,
3: but it hits you. But you're Boy, not. He's
4: finally it. letting him drink.
3: Tavo's <laughs> <laughs> having no tolerance for alcohol whatsoever is like he's feeling this. Hey, remember, uh,
1: Platinum Peanut? You stood toe to toe with that that big dude. I mean, it was a while ago, but.
4: Oh yeah, yeah it the did. original Platinum. Penis. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think you were. Uh, I think you were one of the last ones standing, if I be- believe correctly. But
4: I think he was the first to bow out of our. Oh uh, no! Yeah, that's right. He, he was. Yeah, I, and I think he, he uh, did idiot. beat his opponent like a little. Yeah. I think he was a gnome that he fought.
1: No, and then like... he also um, started summoning a bunch of cats uh, in his wasted state. So. <laughs> um, <coughs> So he says, well, listen, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but Exumere is just right there. I mean, yes, it's a long ways away, but you either do the fun way or you head down the road and maybe see some guards along the way.
6: Oh, we're doing the fun way. We,
1: I turned to the group,
7: I have decided that we are doing the fun way. What's the fun way? Through the spooky swamp.
6: Well, if there are spirits- No secret road for us. Okay, kitty cat, no more for you. I take the bottle away from when. Well, if there are spirits in those woods, then
7: I really don't have any choice but to go through the woods.
6: There you go. Uh. See, Marcus? See?
1: And he, he kind of like pulls the three of you, like Savos, Gray, and Wind, he kind of pulls you guys aside, and he kind of makes fun of Paige, and he goes, Oh, you know, if there's spirits in the woods, yeah, we have to go. We, let's get it drunk.
6: Yo. Cut it out. Right. So, I, like...
0: I would say that, it, like, you know, because of the thing right. I just discussed with you before, uh, Jay. Yeah. During this entire time, uh, Zundus has been kind of quietly boiling, and so at this point, he just kind of like exercises a very large amount of self control, bites his lip, and just leaves the the uh, room.
4: Okay,
1: got it.
3: Did we um, notice this?
1: Um, yeah, for the most part, I think Zundas is just off on his own so you've just given him his space but you guys are just having a little too much fun being drunk um
6: i turn and- around i i grab a little piece of wire um uh and i bring it close to my mouth and i point to zandis and i say um uh, do you want me to kill this guy i cast message
0: another i don't know hear that at another time, at a different oh, wow. meeting, I would have done it myself.
7: Paige, hey, come over here. Come over here. And I start like beckoning you over.
6: Zandus uh, or me? Paige.
7: Um. Has everybody like? I'm saying this out of character. Uh. It, do i need to keep serving food to people or does everybody got one
1: yeah i think for the most part people are slowly kind of getting full eating the the yeti meat they're uh enjoying your cookies a few of them are kind of thanking you patting you on the shoulder saying i don't know how you did it but but whatever shit we got here that's some fine cookies
7: you're very welcome And I, I like, I say you're welcome to everybody who thanks me on my way to, uh, Wind. And I say, uh, Wind, are you feeling okay? You look a little off. I'm alright, I'm alright. But you should have a, you should have a drink with us, Paige. Uh, oh, I, uh, (laughs) I, I I, I shouldn't. I mean, just, I'm not much of a drinker, and I, I wouldn't want to take too much from someone else. Well, I only had like two swigs, and I'm already like three sheets to the wind, man. I, I mean... It's just like
2: two little swigs, please?
7: I mean, who does this alcohol belong to? I don't want to steal from anybody.
1: He goes, Marcus says, oh, it's mine. Please. Look, I don't want to go talk to the drow. I'm frankly a little bit scared of him. But with you, you need to loosen up a little, live a little. You just came from Ecclesia. Uh, what they got you over there saving people. Staying straight and arrow, following rules. We're in Crystal Fen. There are no rules. Don't tell Junie, though, but there are no rules.
6: Jay, Hmm. uh, how much alcohol left, or uh, is there in the bottle?
1: Yeah, he's got a big bottle, so there's still probably like, you know, a good, uh, just under half of it.
7: So uh, Paige goes, well, I mean... If it's yours and your offering, I suppose it'd be rude to, to say no. I mean, one drink wouldn't hurt, right?
1: He goes, I'll tell you what. You finish this off. I got another. Oh, dear God. Uh, I, I guess one drink
7: won't hurt. And she'll take the bottle and she'll take a, take a, take a swig, a moderate swig
1: okay uh you take a moderate swig um and yeah it tastes horrible um but you know you don't immediately get hit hard uh, as you didn't take a huge hearty swig um
7: probably not the worst thing i've ever tasted
1: because well someone with your talent would certainly make it taste a lot better if these cookies are anything to speak by (laughs)
4: <laughs> I'm can't really make a drink taste better after it's already been manufactured.
7: Not to mention, I think I got lucky with the cookies. Uh, I tried to make a cake at once, it didn't quite go very well.
1: He goes, well, isn't that what life's about? Screw up! Make a little mistake here and there! Let loose! Who cares,
4: right? You, you, you want to be like, careful like about the you make. Sorry, go ahead.
7: I turned very quickly to Marcus and I'm like, You are like the devil on my shoulder.
4: No, you're the
1: devil on your own shoulder. I'm just
7: helping it along. She's like yeah. watching Marcus talk. Let me be the
4: devil of reason here. Just and- make sure you're careful with the mistakes you make. Because there are some mistakes that you cannot fix.
7: She's sort of watching everyone talk and sort of idly takes another swig.
4: Okay. Uh, Make a con save for me.
7: That's enough. That's enough. Well, let me make my con save first, man. really wanted it to fail but it's
1: a 15 plus one okay um I can use my credit surprisingly paige is standing strong she's not understanding why everyone is getting so wasted she's holding a little drunk but by no means in a in a horrible state
7: am i starting to at least I, uh, feel a little tipsy like just slightly like yeah. like like responsibly
1: yeah, like, you know, you're getting tipsy. You're definitely drunk, but you're not, you know, uh, getting feeling wasted by any
4: means.
7: Yeah. Okay. Some more?
4: Uh, Alistair will say, uh, you said you had another bottle, right? If one of us can finish this off in one go. I'll tell you what, guys.
1: You convinced that drow to drink the rest of this up. I'll crack open the other one.
6: While he's saying that, I'm gonna cast a uh, message. Uh, I point to Savos, and I say, uh, "Savos, do you see that map? That map on the wall? We should probably take that."
7: Uh, and I also. Uh as Marcus said, uh that about Zundis, uh she is going to take another probably slightly larger swig and then hand the bottle over to Wind.
1: Okay. Uh make another con save for me, please.
3: I take a real big swig. Discord cut out okay. right about where Gray said take a look at that map. So, Greg, yeah. can you repeat, like, everything you just said? Uh, I right. said, uh,
6: I cast Message, uh, and I told you, take a look at the map. You should probably take it. i
3: mm, I'm going to sit down and try and copy the map to the best of my abilities. Okay.
7: Uh, by the way, I am not happy. I got an I rolled a 19 so that's a 19 plus one. I'm not happy
1: <laughs> It's like you're not sure, but um, you're getting drunk uh, a lot more drunk than you were but You're not you surprisingly you're like this. I don't know why everyone's saying it's so strong. It seems a little weak to be honest um, yeah. a I opinion?
6: took another big drink when she handed it to me
1: Yeah, constant for you as well.
6: Guys, I'm I'm the alcoholic here.
1: Yeah, so, Gray, you're just watching these people get wasted around you as you're just like, what the hell is going on? This is what I do.
6: Okay, so give me the bottle. I'll try to get uh, Xandas to drink. And then I go outside. I cast fly on myself, and I fly to the top of the tower where I'm going to spend the rest of the night drinking alone.
1: Okay, got it. Wow.
6: I was going to give you this bottle. I don't
7: think he's coming back with the bottle.
1: And he goes, ah, that's all right. I at least got the rest of you down. Um, Here you go. And he kind of just hands you the bottle, uh, Savos. And he says, Enjoy it with the ladies. I'll I'll be back. And he kind of heads
3: heads back out downstairs. I'm, I'm going to keep the bottle closed but I'm going to try and uh, copy down that map.
7: I wanted to finish off the other one.
3: I am definitely going to keep that bottle away. So did away I from but I didn't even get a drink. Okay. So you're just uh.
1: like trying to keep the bottle away from when Paige is harassing you a little bit as well. You're one hand is like trying to copy a map. Uh,
7: I'd probably, uh, if I'm holding my liquor well enough, I probably wouldn't bother him for the bottle. If anything, I'd probably tell, I'd probably try to distract wind, honestly. Yeah.
1: So you're trying to just keep wind at bay. Um,
7: And I think I do it saying, I don't 100% trust Marcus. And if he's saying he's going off somewhere alone, you want to spy on him? We should. He was saying shitty things about you while we, while, before you were over here. I don't care for that man very much. Oh, well, I'm, I'm used to people not saying kind things about me, but... But I'm not, and I don't like it. But then we...
4: I mean, if we want to try to get him uh, a little more loose-lipped, I have my specialties.
7: I'm usually not spy on him. I'm usually not one for spying, but I think I'll make an exception for this gentleman.
1: Okay. Um so you guys are gonna follow him down?
7: Yes. From a distance, okay. but you know, well enough to spy.
4: Window? Uh there's a small window, it's not a big one. If I went completely like plank like planking, would I be able to go out it? Uh,
1: no, it's very small. It's like, uh, just kind of like a peering window, basically. Aw. To peer yeah. outside. Cause I was gonna just fly out with my shoes. <laughs> um, Sabos, make a, uh, intelligence check for me, please.
3: Just a general intelligence?
1: Yeah, general intelligence. That is fucking nine. Yeah, so you're, you're you're remembering as much as you can, um, as much detail. You're trying to copy as much detail as you can, um, but, you know, not doing such a good job uh, writing it on this paper. So you're just like, okay, I'm just going to try to remember as much as I can. You remember and write down as much detail as you can. Um, We'll make another one in a bit as you still have a little bit of time to basically um, do some copying, but uh, the rest of you guys, uh, minus Grim, or Gray, uh, follow Marcus, who's heading downstairs. Uh, Brotar is just kind of talking amongst the individuals that are in this place, uh, showing them his gun as all of you walk by. Uh, you see Marcus uh, pull up beside Zundas. And Zundis, you're kind of caught off guard as you're just kind of standing there. And you're aware it's Marcus as he's looking at you and you are not looking at him. You're just staring off as he's just staring at you, like almost uncomfortably as a drunk would just looking at you from the side. And he says, Oh, look, got off on the wrong foot. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit. I understand.
0: supposed to be a soldier you should act like one see i don't i know you don't like ecclesia frankly i don't blame you you have to understand that there are people that depend upon you for their lives and when you put that kind of pressure on someone i understand it's hard Especially if you're not here of your own will. But if you're going to be a limp dick piece of shit, then you might as well go back home. You disgust me. You are a discredit to elves.
1: He kind of stares off at you, and his gaze directly in your direction turns to a look towards the north, where Ecclesia is from Crystal Fen. And he says, you're not wrong. And I should have gone to you from the beginning. You're the only one who really says it like it is. And I appreciate your friends and what they've said. uh, But they're far too kind-hearted. So thank you. kind of slaps himself on the face a few times. And he says, I'm, I'm not a soldier, but I'm trying to be. It's just, I have no purpose. I was born from a noble family, selling textiles and clothing. Am I supposed to know what and who I am because I've been forced in this position?
0: I know all too well what that feels like. If this isn't your life, then you shouldn't be here. Don't try to be something you aren't. Plenty of people are capable of being soldiers and we need other people with different talents just as much. Right now what you're doing, this drinking, not only are you endangering yourself and others, but you're just hiding. That's all you're doing is basically just pretending and hiding like a coward.
1: I'm just trying to understand what the hell I am. What am I supposed to be doing? Am I a tailor? Am I a merchant? Am I a soldier? Who you decides?
0: Just, you decide. Well, no not where I'm from. But you. Not where I'm from either. So you were lucky enough to be able to be born into privilege that's not always a good thing, but I was raised in the muck. I was a dog. Just like you, I had a place, and that's where it was, and that was the end of it. But it took me almost dying to learn. that that doesn't have to be that way. And then I chose my own path. You can do the same thing.
1: well, you want to know why the Frostborn chose me to be in this shithole? And you see him take his hand and he produces a flame. And much like Savos does, he kind of turns his hand into a gun and just points it at a nearby tree and just shoots a firebolt towards it. And he said, I wanted to carry on the Montaivar
5: name and be a tailor, like my father.
1: But they deemed me as essential to the protection of Ecclesia. Do you know what that does? I mean, I just want to live a normal life. I don't want people looking at me saying I'm responsible for their safety. I just want to take care of me.
5: Then go do it.
1: So easy. Like if... As if the Huntress would even allow that.
0: I know her personally. And certainly if I asked her, she owes me a favor.
1: Well, I don't want favors. I just want things to change. I want to be told that I am me, that I can be who I want to be. Not because you asked, but because that is how things should be, at least back at
0: home. You can't just sit back and drink and expect things to change without you having to do some work to make them change.
1: Oh, believe me, I've tried, but... And what answer to Zintheros, Corvo, the Huntress, even Noodle?
5: All of them. I don't to any at all. Mm. I'm not even going to mention that Dragonborn, I mean. They've all been pressuring
1: society to move this way for how long, and the people voted them in for it.
0: aspiration makes people do things that they often find out they regret later.
1: well, look, you're wise and you know what you're talking about. And he begins to speak this to you uh, in your native tongue. And he says, I'll try to do exactly what you're saying, but could you please just have one drink with me?
0: I try not to partake of alcohol. I appreciate it, but there are things that I'd rather not remember.
1: Alright, that's fair. Then could you at least just tell your friends that we did?
0: i sure it'll make you happy, than I suppose.
1: And he says, almost like, sobered, almost in a way. And he says to you,
5: purpose. I think that's what's missing, right? No. You know what your purpose is, if you're honest with yourself.
0: Action is what's missing, Marcus. And determination. Now go, sober up, sleep, and then tomorrow be the man you want to be.
1: All right. But I still get my one more night. And he kind of just jaunters off. Uh, He kind of slightly slaps your armor in a very... You know not rude way just kind of (laughs) lightly double taps your armor and kind of walks away um the three of you
0: i do have one more thing if i may Yep, go ahead so he kind of waits for a few minutes after the guy leaves Uh, unless that's what you were doing yeah okay well yeah i guess you can go ahead and do that and then i'll just do something after he leaves
1: no no it's okay go ahead
0: so after he leaves, and Zundus so thinking he's alone, kind of reaches into his armor and pulls out like a small, pendant. a small pendant, and he opens it up. He opens it up. It's almost like one of those um, like uh, watches with like a photo on the inside of it, a locket. Mm-hmm. He says, "I really wish you were here. These people are trying my anger and." It's very, 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 very hard to to keep control of myself and I, you would know what to do. I really want to be better.
2: Oh, I see.
0: That was it.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, the three of you Hey, or sorry, who is it? Paige, Alistair, and Wind. Yep. Have followed Marcus and have watched him talk to Zundis uh, from a distance. I need the three of you guys to make stealth checks, please.
7: Of course we do.
4: We do. Lock it. 20. Nice. <laughs>
7: Eleven. 18.
1: Eighteen. Okay. Suck. Uh send this make, um, make a perception check. Okay. okay. <laughs> Critical? Uh, yeah. okay. You know they've been
4: watching the whole time. Uh, how, can I say one thing? Can I use cutting words to try to lower that? <laughs> And well,
3: I mean, me away if I
4: did.
7: I don't think. I think on a critical hit, we're busted.
1: Yeah, because oh, you're gonna be like, y'all maybe I can,
4: I can scoot.
1: Basically, what's gonna happen is like you're gonna you're gonna be looking at Sundus and he kind of, you know, you just get the sense that he kind of knows you're there and you're just yelling out like you don't see anything. <laughs>
4: I'm not here! You see nothing. I'm not <laughs> here. mind trick? You Sorry. didn't see anything. I'm, I'm a ghost!
0: ghost. <laughs> I'm just looking look in the direction of him, and it almost seems like he locks eyes with you, but he doesn't, like, acknowledge you.
4: Ash just, just used disguise self to make his face completely blank and just slowly backed away. <laughs> um, Slenderman pretty yeah. much it's more just a way for him to cover his face but yeah it looks weird thinking about it marcus
1: does not even notice any of you he rolled a natural one <laughs> <laughs> he's just drunkenly Whoa. like he was. Uh, past
4: us not even, not even yeah
1: he doesn't even know um yeah so those two 15s that you guys rolled for arcana and history you guys would have heard something uh, probably different accounts, but the general gist of it is that um, you've heard of stories of people going into Ravenmoor bog and not coming back um, that it's haunted and you can't discern if it's legend or myth or people are just making stuff up to be like, Hey, don't go out there because uh, they want to dis- dissuade people from going towards North the northern part of northern Leone. that's about what you guys gather you and savos alistair
4: so it's more uh, just stories to get people not to go there yeah you can't tell but that's what you
1: would have how it would have been framed to you
2: like Man. you know
1: as maybe when you were young you were like oh it's definitely haunted and then as you got older you're like is it though i'm not sure um Savos, make another intelligence check for me. Uh, okay, just a second.
0: Yeah. So, I suppose after a moment, he probably, like, without looking over in that direction, assuming they were still there, would say, I suppose the three of you can come out.
7: (laughs) To be honest, we were making sure Marcus wasn't up to anything.
5: I suppose that's appreciated. Yeah. Okay. Intelligence. I mean, how long?
1: Um. Yeah. So at, at, by the time that everyone's kind of just done their thing, um, you've gone over a very, very thorough copy of this thing. Um. Like you've committed it as much as you can to memory. I need you to make a dex. Check as well, just a flat straight dex. I right, just a straight dex.
2: Yeah.
3: Check, All right? Yeah. X. That is, is X.
1: Okay. Um Nice. Yeah, so at that point you would have uh not only committed it to memory and know it very well now, but also uh copied a fairly good recreation of this thing. So it's not you know the random scrawlings. There's a there's a hint of it, kind of being random scrawlings since you've been writing a lot, um, and maybe some of it only you understand. But for the most part, it's uh, essentially a reproduction of this thing. So you will have a copy of this regional map of Northern and Leone and part of Talraba.
3: Sick.
4: It. Yeah. Did I ever get my sending stone back yet? Is he out of his thing Um, yet?
1: Yeah, a few moments uh, go by, and as you're kind of heading upstairs, uh, Judy comes back and says, Well. Sorry, I just had to kind of process what you guys have
5: told me and what the Huntress has told me, but... uh, only use one charge.
2: Okay.
3: Wasn't there, like, only one charge on it? It's uh, no, two. I think they... Yeah. Yeah, but didn't uh, Paige use one earlier?
7: No, that
1: was three
4: days that, ago. That was a... Yeah, that yeah. was two days ago. So, they, yeah, they
1: said, early. retconned that it was probably very early on in the journey.
4: It would have been the first so. day that it was ready, is what... Yeah. When I would give it to her, because she was mm-hmm. asking for it.
1: Um... So Juni says to you, we have our orders. Um, and he kind of looks out amongst some of the people who are kind of waiting. So there's an, uh, around 12 of them now gathered around you, or 11 of them gathered around you. As all of you are standing around, uh, Brotar leads against the wall and looks at Junie after having a, a bit of conversation with the others. And he says, the huntress has told me that Ecclesia stable for now, continue to protect this area, but she also told me that those of you who want to return may do so. So as of this moment, you all have the option to be relieved of your duty. However, I'll give you guys till the morning to decide. I will stay. That is all. Uh, Judy kind of goes off and does his thing. The rest of the people kind of disperse. A a bit of chatter going around the room. Some people you hear uh, are a little bit relieved to say, I want to get back to my family. Um, You hear a little bit of murmurings saying, I I can't wait to taste some real cake. and someone actually says, oh, Hilda's better still be in operation. I would kill for one of her pancakes. Um, <laughs>
7: Do I overhear that?
1: Uh, yeah, you would hear some people saying that.
7: I hear Hilda's name, and I'm like, oh, the pancake lady? Yeah, she's still in business.
1: Oh, thank God. I really need those blueberry ones. And slowly, eventually, everyone's a little happy. Uh, the mood's generally lighter now.
7: Uh, if No one has anything pertinent to do. I think I would like to uh, check in on Rinalyn and missendor wherever they yep. are.
1: Yep, uh, they're kind of just amongst the groups uh, chattering with a few people as well. Um, yep, and they watch you approach.
7: I kind of wait until they're not busy and then when they're not I kind of come over and say, hey, are you two planning on staying or leaving?
0: Um,
1: my sister, uh, Miss Endure, looks at you and says, my sister's going to go stay with my mother, our mother for a little while, she's, she needs some rest, uh, and you can see uh, Renalin's looking really thin. And Miss Under says, I'll stay around. Keep Junie company.
7: Well, and I looked to, I, I believe you said it was Renalin that was leaving, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I looked to Renalin and I said, well, if you need help uh, gathering your things together, I'd, I'd love to be of assistance.
1: Goes. Oh uh, yeah, that would be great. Um, yeah, sure. She kind of looks at her sister, and her sister's like, "Go, go." Um, Renolyn kind of, you know, puts an arm around your shoulder and kind of leads you uh, to uh, one of the small beds where there's a chest beside it.
7: And, you know, I sort of let her take the lead and, and sort of gauge on like, what does she want to pack herself and what can I help with that she wouldn't mind me touching, you know, just trying to be, you know, sensitive in that regard. Yeah. And um, I, So
1: you're kind of, uh, sorry. yeah, so go ahead.
7: I just want to say, so. You know, as we're packing, I'm probably, like, folding things like blankets or, you know, sort of taking inventory of, like, what she has so she doesn't forget anything. And as we're doing that, I sort of, like, just strike up conversation, like, uh, so you live with your mother, is that right?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, well, she's been alone this whole time, but now that the Huntress has relieved us of our duty, I definitely return to her back in Ecclesia
7: it must be nice having family
1: it could be a chore and she kind of looks at her sister she says but for the most part
7: well I do wish you your sister and your mother all the best
1: she kind of looks over at you as you guys are kind of like folding some of her stuff um and she says, I, I don't know if this is even going to be helpful, but uh, keep on moving forward. I think that's the best advice that Corvo has given me, and the only one I keep to heart, so I'll say the same to you.
3: Well,
7: I certainly appreciate the sentiment. Um, and she kind of hesitates, and she says, I doubt you know anything at all about this, and it's fine if you don't. Um, but someone very close to me is lost somewhere out there. The only lead I have is that they're in a place of beasts and water. I'm not really sure what that means, but... I don't know very much of the world outside this area. Would you perhaps know where I would be able to start looking in that regard?
1: Um, well, I would definitely certainly ask some researchers. I'm not that great myself. I've only been to here and uh, Ecclesia my whole life, but scholars, perhaps you know, somewhere towards Exumere, there's a great library there. Lots of different tales uh, written different accounts. Um, But no, I'm sorry, I haven't heard anything regarding beasts and water, though I'm sure they go hand in hand in some ways.
7: Well, I thank you for the advice. Forgive me if this is forward, but um, would you allow me to say a prayer over you and your sister before I depart for the night? Sure.
6: Of course. Yeah.
1: She kind she's... of um, calls her sister over who sits over at the bed and just doesn't say anything, kind of just listens
7: and uh i haven't written any prayers for my particular uh quickly homebrewed god but uh it's it's mainly a a prayer of uh, protection and good tidings basically
1: so they sit there and they listen to you and they're almost like enthralled by um, what you're saying they're taking it very seriously uh they kind of just take your cues and follow uh, everything that you're saying to them. Um, afterwards, um, Renolyn kind of wipes a little bit of dirt off of your face and says, just be safe out there. And really, thank you for feeding some strangers. Um, she's going to give you a... Um, She's going to give you a potion of healing. It is a greater. So, 4d4 plus 4.
7: Wow! Out of character, I was really not expecting that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I have no use for it now, but... It was kind of an ace in the pocket, should things have gone bad.
7: Uh, she takes the bottle, and she packs it away gently in her own bag, and she kind of does a slight bow and says, thank you very much for this gift. I will take good care of it.
1: She goes, I hope you never have to use it. And they both kind of bow at you. We'll go about the business.
7: Yeah. Uh, with that, I... I'm probably going to go to wherever we kept our mounts. Like, is there a stable in this military base?
1: Um, no particular stable, but there are people who are uh, outside kind of checking over the mounts, making sure they're all right in general. All
7: right. I am going to snuggle with Orchid for a while uh, off camera. So I'm going to stop hugging the spotlight.
1: So okay. um, anyone else want to do anything?
4: I would, uh, Alistair, for a few minutes, has just been, like, tossing the, uh, or, like, rolling the, uh, Pendant of Articulation in his hand, and he just thanks for a minute, and then I'm going to cast Sending from it, and I target Perseus Silvermane. Okay. I say, hello, my name is Alistair Tailweaver. Me and my organization are on our way to Examir. I believe we can make a deal. Please respond. Would he still be considered knowing me well? Because if he does, then he would know who it's coming from.
1: Um. So it takes a few moments. And he says hear a voice say,
5: in Exumere it is, um, one second, let me just check my notes, it says you can come find me at the helm. That's it? That's all it is, yeah. Okay.
4: And now, you are just saying for a second. Alright, that confirms a couple of things. That's good. And he would try to, after that, try to get everyone from the group. They kind of let him in on his plan right now. Okay. Um,
1: so, Gray is still kind of on the rooftop on his own.
4: just drinking his cares away yeah um
1: so you're gonna just run it by everybody this evening that's uh basically
4: passing at this point. Yes, if we're gonna all try to sleep together i don't know okay i it's just alistair or i guess the next time we're together alistair would like to have a meeting about what we're gonna do in Xamere because he's not gonna pull a sabos and just not tell us things until we get there. Like a little bit of letting them know a little bit of ahead of time.
1: Um are you guys uh gonna do anything else for the evening or do you guys just wanna um head to the next morning and then you could tell them your plan, it's up to you.
6: Ray's not doing anything.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm just isn't really doing anything either. He's just uh sort of using the whetstone and the sword. Okay. Ruminating. Okay.
1: Um, it's up to you, Alistair, if you want to tell them now or tell them tomorrow.
4: Alistair would prefer just to say it once. So he's gonna wait until everyone's together.
1: Okay. Um yeah, 'cause Gray's off on his own. Um so yeah, so slowly, one by one, unless there was anything else, you guys all begin to kind of take your rest. Uh, slowly drifting off. Um, and as you guys are all getting a little bit of rest in the safety of Crystal Fen, Gray. Yes. Mr. Gray, you are having a very restless night. Uh, You're getting a little bit of uh, an almost haunted. You feel haunted a little bit uh, deep down in your heart. You can't help but shake that feeling of seeing your mother of Andio. And there's a little bit of almost not knowing what to do with all this, but knowing in your heart that Antiole's your target. And um, after a few moments of restless sleep you finally, suddenly go into a deep, deep rest. And you're having a dream. Or at least what feels like one. You're in a very ornate throne room. Everything is lined with all sorts of gold and bright diamonds and
5: crystal all around you. And you hear a female voice speak to you. In front of you is just a very bright light. No form. Just looking
1: at you and says, You have been quiet for a while, champion.
6: Oh, not you again. What do you want?
1: You give away your power so easily.
6: Well, what can I say? I'm not a selfish guy.
1: But your heart is filled with anger. Yet you throw away your only chance to get what you want.
6: What do I want?
5: Revenge. a little more complicated than that. You make it seem like this is personal.
6: Like I just want you even the score against my brother. Is that who you think I am? Just an angry guy.
1: No, but that anger is your greatest strength.
6: I'm gonna kill Endial. I'm gonna kill my brother. That much I can promise you. But this is not just for revenge. Revenge, is selfish. I'm gonna kill him because the kind of evil that he's going to unleash on Galbares. The moment he sits on the throne, I cannot allow that to happen. and if I get some personal satisfaction out of that, I mean that's okay, but it's not just that. No again, the fuck do you want? <laughs>
1: Ah, that's the champion that I chose. The other wasn't a good fit. Pure. But you... You're worth the trouble. The fallen prince. There's nothing I want from you. But... Your story leaves me curious.
6: Well, I'm a little curious myself. Kinda know, kinda wanna know how it's gonna happen. Can I just skip to the end?
1: Oh no, no. You see, do you know why the Blade of the Balancing Sky was given to you? Why it pierced your heart and brought you back to the mortal realm?
6: Why is that?
1: Because you
5: are like a sword. You must go through hardening, tempering. You must first be shaped
1: and molded. Your path will be filled with pain and misery. And it is your name that dooms you to that pain and misery.
6: My name. My name means nothing. I'm not Zendio. Not anymore. I'm a nobody. In that way... Free. And then... Grey reaches into pocket, he pulls out the ring with his family's crest, stares at it for a second, and then he just throws it over uh, rail or whatever it is. Okay. Is it
5: and says, don't deny who you are, fallen prince, it's in your blood.
1: You will be the sword of this world, and you will pierce its heart, as once, the balancing sky has pierced yours. And, The vision fades, and suddenly it's very bright in early morning as uh, the kind of hustle and bustle of the place just snaps you out of it. You're in a bit of a panic. There's a bit of sweat uh, through this restless night. Oh, God, I'm never going to drink again in my
6: entire life. I reach into my pocket, and I... I search for the ring.
1: Okay. Uh you cannot find it.
6: Didn't you
7: give the ring to to wind?
6: No, that's another ring,
7: you got. Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry.
5: Yeah.
4: Um
1: yeah, it's not there with you.
6: Is there a um a, a, a way to get down from where i am without using flight
1: yeah yeah there's a set of stairs that goes in so it's like the top floor is like a half um almost like a half building to the roof where the ballista sits there's a roof but the rest of it is just stairs that go down um you walk by uh you're kind of just waking up and you're amongst a pile of like um these kind of six foot six and a half foot arrows that are resting against the wall they almost look like lances and you're just kinda like resting amongst them.
6: I checked the bottle. Uh is is it empty or uh, uh still yeah. have the
4: bottle's, the bottle's empty.
6: Fuck okay I go find my friend.
4: I was okay. gonna say is there something there and you're gonna be an automatic liar? <laughs> yeah. Um
1: Yeah, so you guys all suddenly meet up. Uh, It is the next morning, now the 20th. Um, And the day is also relatively calm inside of this kind of bubble, uh, which you would assume is the clavager's protection of crystal fen. That's making everything relatively stable around the area. and everyone is now gathering kind of at the uh, the main central meetup spot on the second floor. Um, Juni turns to everyone and says, Those of you who want to leave, today is your day. You are officially relieved of your duty here at Crystal Fen. With the protection of the Clavager restored, you should find your journey home uh, relatively safe, but still, please keep on guard as there are still dangers abound. And you see a bunch of people kind of slowly gather their stuff, uh, including the two elves that you spoke to, Paige, to kind of take a little light bow towards you before they head downstairs. Um, uh, exiting the building do I
2: see
0: sorry
7: I'm just gonna say I bow back go ahead hun.
0: do okay. I see Marcus anywhere um no you don't I'm gonna go look for him
1: okay um so it takes you a little while you kind of just wander around the grounds uh you see people kind of in various states of you know, packing up their stuff, getting ready to leave. Um, and you do see him. He is standing near, in kind of a corner near the privy, uh, looking in the mirror. Have
0: you heard the news?
1: What was that? Sorry?
0: Sorry, I said, uh, have you heard the news?
1: And you can see now he's kind of putting um, a kind of like, almost like lotion type thing as he's stroking back his hair, uh, just kind of pulling on it, making it into a little bit of a ponytail almost. And he says, I heard this."
0: Kind of gives him a little bit of like a weird look, like...
2: And he kind of just
5: patiently puts his hair back, kind of fixes his armor, fixes a bit of his collar, and he
1: puts on his bracers, and he looks over at you and he says,
0: What? Are you not going to go home?
5: No.
1: And he kind of just fixes his braces a little bit more. You can see he's kind of being a little awkward, but um, still maintaining a very stern look. says,
5: I don't think this is where Marcus Montiver heads home and becomes a tailor.
0: You did say that was what you wanted.
5: Have you changed your mind? No. You changed my mind.
1: Oh? It's not about stories and destiny. It's not about who you were meant to be. It's about action, right?
0: That was what I said, yes.
1: It goes... Then that is what I must do.
0: And what exactly is it that you plan to do?
1: I'll stay here with Juni. And I'll make sure that the people of the South are protected.
0: He does smile a bit at that. And reaches into his uh, cloak and says, uh, You know, when I was lost, I ran across someone who gave me this. It's probably one of the kindest things that I ever received. But it helped me find my way, so hopefully it'll help you find yours. And he gives him the emblem of the Red Knight.
1: Okay. He kinda of takes it and looks at it. And puts it in his inside of his bracer. Almost kinda of snugly rams into his bracer and says Well, have a safe travel then towards Exumir.
0: Go with you as well.
1: And he kind of just, without really saying much, very emotionless in some way, kind of different personality than you saw the night before. He kind of just walks towards Juni, pats him on the back. And they both kind of just begin to look on as people begin to leave Kristofen.
0: Uh, back
1: to the other speakers. okay um so all of you gather and you guys are all now standing together in crystal Fen ready to leave
5: before
4: uh, we head out yeah yeah uh i'd like to talk to you all about what we're going to be doing in Exumir, or at least where we're going to start. I'd rather everyone have the idea now rather than when we first walk through the gates. I've been in contact with someone I know there and we're going to be meeting at a place called The Helm under the guise of a business transaction. which might become an actual business transaction, because we're going to meet with uh, Perseus Silvermane, a owner of a metery there, and while getting the information we need about Carvos, we could possibly also get some dealings for the Platinum Peanut. Okay. Just possibly do two birds with one stone. I'd rather just tell you all oh, my game plan when we get there. Rather than wait until we're already knee deep in the in the city and dealt with all the bullshit that comes with that. I'm Bolivia. Try not to have another yeah, try not to have another Ecclesia. Ow. I mean, you could have told us a little bit before we got there.
3: It wasn't important until we got there.
4: I mean, it could have helped you, you at least not be completely blindsided by the fact that you were a wanted criminal there for a while. No.
0: The past is the past. There's no need to bring it back up. The boy's grown a bit. Well, At the very least, he's no longer trying to outrun his past.
6: Alistair, uh, is... What is it, uh, uh your hometown called again? Thanks, Amir. Alcohol yeah. is allowed there, right?
4: As I just said, we're going to meet a meatery or meet the owner of a meadery, so... Yes.
6: What about, uh, you know, houses of, uh, uh, entertainment?
4: Um, well, last time I was there, I was 12 years old. Oh, I'm not 100% sure. Would I remember anything, Jay? (laughs) Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, as much as a twelve-year-old would know.
1: Like, I don't know if you know, like the. Explicit I to say, like,
4: Alist- Alistair was a sheltered kid. Like.
1: Yeah, he totally. himself was sheltered. So. <laughs> yeah.
4: So. Yeah. So there may or may not be. I have no clue. I say you at least have a chance. But alcohol, I can guarantee, is there at the very least. Like I said, we're gonna try, for our own bar that we own, try to uh, make a deal with these people to try to see if we can't get their product in our bar.
6: That sounds good.
4: So, I guess then, we're ready to head out.
1: Yeah, bro tars I'll
4: go, as long as there's booze there. We still have some of that booze cake, if you want it. You
1: want it? <laughs> yeah, we'll eat it on the way.
5: So, shall we? No.
1: Oh yee We shall. And I don't know why. <laughs> Junie, uh, thanks all of you for, uh, you know, providing a little bit of uh, comfort um, as all of you begin to head south and the rest of uh, the Crystal Fen, with, you know, the ex- exception of a few handful of people, uh, begin to head north. Um, and that's where we can end our session today, guys. So. Great. All done.
7: Um. By the way, now that I am blatantly aware of how important it is, I am going to write down a few prayers, so look out for that.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're going to be spreading the word for sure. Uh, um, Jay, do you mind if I do one thing real quick? Yeah, yeah sure. This is yep. eating my mind and Alistair's both. Okay. Uh, he's going to use the ascending on um, Perseus again and asked, do you know who I am?
1: Uh It takes a few moments again, and you hear kind of a yawn. And he says, oh, I'm aware. It's been some time. I'll see you when you get here.
5: Be safe.
4: All right then. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Yeah. So uh, we can pick Damn this up. Uh,
4: Damn color ID yeah. bell.
1: <laughs> Damn color ID. Um. Yeah. So next year, I guess, is our next session. Oh
0: fuck.
7: <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Merry Christmas, you guys.
0: Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. At least those of you I'm not playing with tomorrow or the next day. yeah
1: Um, yeah but so far I mean we're going guys it's been how long I know um, Marley and Jess just joined but uh, March
0: Thanks for listening to the Grand Campaign Podcast. You can catch us live at twitch.tv thegrandcampaign the every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific. You can also follow us on Twitter at Campaign Grand and send all your emails to thegrandcampaigndnd@gmail.com. at gmail.com.